the saddest life, a savage life, snakes and thieves, every man has his price, it's hell below, who will or won't sell his soul, what's my goal, go to jail and fail, hell no, in the streets there's a few ways out, cause face it, time is short, think fast, well I resort, to a life of crime and fast cash, nah I'm destined to be king, staying on the right I'm path, God. But yo, that shit was that shit was beautiful. Son. What was I beautiful? That yo, everybody came out for my birthday, son. Except for Elon Snuts. Yo, white boy came out. Yeah, my man, my man, my man, Stu, yo, Stu, that's the guy. But yo, I appreciate yo, I love y'all, man. Like my girl, she was like, no, she we went back in the house, we went back inside the house. She was like, you really do like your friends. She's like, what about your other friends that was sitting down? I said, I don't, I don't give a fuck. She's like, but all your friends. She's like, I like them. I was like, I love them. She's like, I. Chill. <laughs> I was like, chill. He's like, like, but I love them for you. I was like, all right, all right, all right, but chill, but chill. She's like, do they do they think I'm mean? I said, no. He said, how come they insult? I said, because you're not their friend. <laughs> you, she my friend. You my cool. friend. Yeah, nah, she my friend. Hello, my friend. Yo, I'm about to throw she all that shit. Yo, delete all that shit I just said she, about these wait, niggas, yo. Where your girl from? Yo, don't hey, matter. She's she my friend. Hey, she's she your friend. How oh, come you don't want to be my friend? friend. She's our friend. <laughs> Hello, my <laughs> friend. Nice to meet you. My friend. Hey, you don't want to be my friend. She's my friend. No Haitians. No Haitians allowed. Nah, but I, love, I just want to let y'all know I love y'all, man. I know y'all already know that, but I appreciate what y'all did for me last week, man. That was that was love, man. I appreciate that. And we're back again. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 44 of the Live Podcast. Oh, no, like 43.5. I'm so, I'm so confused right now. Just go with what I'm doing, man. It, so, might, it might be episode these nuts. It could be, yeah, so episode 2. 44, it's episode 44. It's episode Concord Grapes. <laughs> what, so it's supposed to be a yeah, so featuring the Two Live Podcast? No, no fuck out of here. It's no, Two Live Podcast featuring yeah, so. Bad. Anywho. <laughs> Who name go first? Hold on. I beat my meat yesterday. I'm happy for you. It's been a long time. Um, who won 44? Say something crazy. This 44, four, make sure all your kids don't grow, nigga. This is a special episode. It's the Sean Bradley episode. He was the only person in, in fucking Space Jam I didn't want them to get their powers back. Yo. He was the one star. Oh, that's crazy. Wait, wait. This, he didn't even have no poly. They should just. It's the Hank, this is the Hank Aaron episode. Hank was 44? I think so. Hank Aaron? Look it up. Hey, we start the same way each and every week, so let's go. It's your boy, Eli, a.k.a. Petty Teddy, a.k.a. Hayela. Uh, follow me. Oh. <laughs> I've been drinking way too long. Way too long. Watermelon, you fag. Oh, no, I can't say that. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. 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 Oh. Drop bombs. Drop bombs. Drop bombs. Intro, go. It's J5, a.k.a. the Mondrian God. A.k.a. the Stan Jerker. Oh, wow. Oh, nice. That was lovely. It's your boy, Damar Mauricio Blackburn Jr., a.k.a. Junebug, a.k.a. Ooh, Bug Daddy, a.k.a. the Baby Daddy, Baby Daddy. Goddamn. Yo, it's your boy, Snow Prime, a.k.a. the Black Joe Costanza, a.k.a. Damn. Hang on, number 44. I don't remember my shit now. Big Papa Snub, a.k.a. Snub Daddy. Damn, I can't even use that now. Yo, Bug it's your boy, D.A. Davis, a.k.a. Damn. Warm Reader Drinker. Mm. What's good? Warm Reader. And it's Mr. Showtime, first, first name, name Hollywood. Hollywood. Hey, this week we got a um a special episode. We sat down with the good brother Mike Grapes and had a really great conversation. Who the fuck is conversation. that? <laughs> well, they about you know what? 
What you mean? Why you? That's not his name. Oh, I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm like, I'm about to say. He's looking at me like I was dead ass just joking. Wait, y'all looking at me? Oh, oh, you don't you remember? Like, wait, no, that is his name. No, I was about to say that the well, the listeners are about to find out who that is. Yeah, yeah. Because they're so, probably yeah. asking who that is. Yes, yeah, so if you if you don't know, um, we uh we obviously it was pre-recorded, but it's a great inspiring interview. Young brother from Brooklyn. Doing great things. Don't he's n- he's nothing young about game. that man at all. He's older than D. Yo, Snub got a fun fact, man. He's about Mike. Young about person. Mike. What happened? Snub, fun fact. Yeah, Snub. Come on, man. Oh yeah, he was. Yo, he was a nigga. Oh. Now nah, my sister comments in the video like, "Oh, Mike Robinson." I'm Yo, like, okay. his name is Snub's sister. No, it's the Robin, like they school Robinson. Which Robinson. sister though? Um, second. Have got multiple sisters? Yo, I actually have only boy. Listen, I actually have what? You are only boy? Yeah. Well, as far as I know. I technically have three I've sisters, one possible, <laughs> which may be four. But anyway, the <laughs> second oldest, I guess you You learn say. something new That's about your friends every day. Yeah. And just like when we sat down for this interview, I knew something about my new friend, Mike Grace. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yo, yo, real quick, I know, like, we during the conversation, we kind of briefly brushed over it. But, uh, D, like, real quick, like, kind of go in depth on, like, how we met Mike and how that bond first came about. Oh, um, I can't count, but it's three <laughs> words. We was drunk. Um, <laughs> true, true. Um, we left the party one day, and we just happened to be going to another spot. And um, as we was walking to the next spot, which was right on the corner, somebody invited us in to like, I guess, what was going on. What was a pop up shop? We didn't know that it was a pop up shop, but they was like, "Yo, come vibe with us." So we go into this spot and us being drunk, us, if you just tell us to go somewhere and it sounds kind of fun, we're just going to go and word. Except for that go. one time when that dude tried to offer me candy on the Ave and I was like, nah, but I told y'all that story like maybe in episode 15. But anyway, you know, hop in the truck, warm line little boy. He wasn't drunk. He wasn't together. I was drunk off of candy. My bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we was like we said, we was downtown Brooklyn. Um, You know, they invited us in. Um. Nice dope spot, and we seen that it was actually a clothing pop up shop, which you learned that Mike is a fashion designer, amongst other things. Um, so we're chilling there, and what was so funny is that we're looking at this wall of like autographs, and we're just like, oh snap, like this, that, and the third is on here. These people visited, and then Mike just like just gravitated towards our energy that we was providing and the energy he was providing. And next thing you know, I want to say that was like three years or four years later. Like he liked the big homie. Like anytime he comes to New York, he shouts us out. Uh, we go rock out with him. Um, I spoke about it the other day when Bug didn't ran, and I was and I was a scammer the other day. That's who Papa Shop we was at. Pieces so hitting, now, I mean, fun. now we here, man. Pieces is hitting. That's why we absolutely. So um, everything lit. Facts, my guy. It was a, it was a really <laughs> great conversation. Uh, for all all the people who are you're, you're trying to do something and you're hitting rough patches and rough times. This is a, a, especially listening for you, or if you know people like that, definitely uh, have them listen to this conversation. Mike has been very through a lot, seen a lot, and he drops a lot of knowledge. And we hope you enjoy this. Keep it so, um, beautiful people, be enjoy great. This conversation. Oh no, fucked you up. Damn. All right, what's going on? What's going on? You, you know, what I mean, it's two live podcast. Yep, yep, yep. We're sitting here in this lavish loft. Oh my god. Real yeah, sexy. Sure Real up. sexy. Is, is his mic on, Bug? Yeah, he's great. Is, is our guest mic on, We're Bug? good. We're good money. Is your mic on because you're drunk? I'm not drunk. You're light-skinned. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Discrimination now, is... I want to welcome our guest, uh, a friend of the show, man, a friend of ours. Uh, we need to talk about how we met this man, but my man Mike Grapes is in the building with us tonight. How we doing? How we doing? Somebody dropped the pern. I'm um, happy. Oh, oh, Mike is happy. I'm happy. Glad to hear that. Glad to hear that. <laughs> so, uh... What are we doing here in this illustrious space? Looks like lit. 
the ASAP mob. I really hate big words <laughs> like that. I don't, illustrious. You don't like the real illustrious. It's not about you. I'm trying to talk to the guests. Sorry. Man. Illustrious, fuck it, it's lit. Do you like what illustrious stands for? I, 100% I All do. All right, so then as long you as he's cool. be exquisite, illustri- illustrious, and oh, exotic. Sounds like I mad like points on words with word friends. exotic that, when uh, it comes to greenery. <laughs> that, trip, that triple alliteration, I like it. Is that so, a triple alliteration? No, Wait, no, he didn't. There was don't no word in words. words. Totally different. Uh, Stop uh, trying to be extra. Oh, my bad. Oh. Form, of, form of speech. Ooh. Ooh, he likes and I rolled my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mike, what, what 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 do you got going on here today? What brings us? Uh, we are here? in this uh, showroom called Joey's Showroom, and um, there's a lot of oh, there's a lot of money in here. Um, <laughs> yes, it's I a naked bitch on the wall. Smells like money. Yeah. But um, naked white bitch too. We have a little. We had a pop up on Saturday, and um, and so we just extended the activities today and had a had some of my stuff out uh, for people to come through and peruse and shop and chill out. So, you know what? We kind of jumped the gun. What is it do you, that you do? Yeah, we, 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 we jump like 50 steps. Like Watch gotta, that. We don't even know who he yeah. is now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I um, I do a couple things. I do, uh, um, I design clothes and objects um, for myself and for others. Um, That's my favorite part about me. It starts with self. <laughs> Always. Um, I am a filmmaker. Um, I... Um, I'm a international. Come on, man. What you getting into, brother? I've done a few things. I've, I've hey. directed. I've directed. <laughs> I've directed. I'm, if you, if you, I've been on some shows. If you Google, I seen that on IG. But we yeah. can get into that. If you Google, the most racist moment in television history. Oh, you was on Locked Up Abroad. I was also on Shit, that. Shit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you saw for real? That's right. You saw bro. That's right. Oh, shit. I was watching. I was like, yo, that look like son. But since you said that you do film, I was like, that is That's what's up. This is up. And I do youth work all around the world. I've been um, doing that. That's the main thing that I do, actually. Oh, that's love. Nice. Yeah. So um, we're gonna come back to like the, your current things, the current things you do. But let's get a little bit of a history. Where are you from? What was your your childhood like? Your upbringing? What inspired you mm. as a kid to bring you to where you are today? I'm from Bushwick, born and raised. Hey. Um, and so I I grew up um, during during the crack era. What junior high school you went to? I uh, went to. What was it 296? Okay, okay. We were, we were looking for Philip. We was looking for either 291. Oh, no, I, went there. I went there. Or yeah. Philip. We went to. I mean, no, not two. I'm sorry, not 296. 291. You went to 291. But I went to. Um, we don't at like first. Y'all. I went to 386, the gifted and talented school. 383 is where we went. Philip Escala. We Philip don't Esc- like 296 people. That's all. I'm wait, sorry. Wait, two, all right. Wait. 291 <laughs> is where I went. Where's 296? Is that on Halsey? That's on. Because I went to the one it's down close a block by from the Burger King by That's Philip Escala, which is 383. All right. So I went to 383, and then I went to, and then 291 is just a few blocks down. Which is on Holsey. Not on Holsey. No, no, no. 296 is on Holsey. 296 is on Holsey. Yeah. I did not go to 296. We don't I, fuck with 291 people. Ah, okay. 
Cause y'all are bad. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As you said, this spice from us came out. I got robbed. I was kind of, I look kind of grown. Cause I already had like facial hair, so people ain't fuck with me. They thought I was like a super, super senior, super left back. So Mike was out there beating you up. My man is from Bushwick, bro. Was that Dykes? Oh. Oh. <laughs> that was Dykes up days. Nobody was fucking with Dykes up. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even. Oh, I just that shit. This is a reflection of uh, Snub looking like a dyke back in junior high school. <laughs> Some, sometimes you look like a dyke. I mean, okay. Shout out to Will Gates. Sometimes you level up. Sometimes so you back, blow up. Back when Snub was a dyke. We get off the topic all the time. You and, you and Bushwick. Mm-hmm. T- take me there. What was what was childlike in Bushwick, Brooklyn? You just mm. crack ever. So, so we talking 80s? Yeah. Okay. yeah. I was born in 79. Okay. So um, we were... Like I, cause I l- actually lived in a couple neighborhoods before we settled in Bushwick, but um, cause my mom had me when she was in high school, so we just kind of bounced around, um, East New York, Brownsville. Um, so just the worst part. Of Brooklyn. <laughs> Y'all say your life yeah. was pretty hard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 it, it was like, <laughs> like, like oh, so you was really affected by crack. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. We had not a, you personally. Had, I mean, but yeah, no, your neighborhood you live in. Right. Yeah. We had a crack a house. Crack, we had a crack house right on the block. I seen. Crazy shootouts. I seen people's heads blown off. I knew the difference between the, the, the smell of a dead dog and a dead person by the age of eight. Mm, wow. So we, yeah, I seen, we a, seen, I seen with a, a lot stone of things. Cold motherfucker as a, as right a, now. As a kid, I seen a lot of things. So, um, yeah, and my family was involved in a lot of that stuff. My All of my cousins were stick up kids. Don't, my, don't, don't turn into him. Okay. He was a snitcher. He ain't get no names. He could tell a story without no names. No, like 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 my cousins. Um, like we lived in before we before we settled in Bushwick. Before me and my mom settled in Bushwick, we were living with my great aunt in Tompkins Projects, and my cousins, who were you know the age of my uncles or whatever, they like. Like they're like, yeah, you've you've been in the house, you've been in the same apartment with Jay Z a couple times, because they used to sell drugs with him, like, wow, right, you know, and so, um, like when we moved, when we, like, got established in Bushwick, got our our apartment in Bushwick, all of my friends and all of my people were in Tompkins, so I went there all the time, and um, and that's where we like I've seen all sorts of crazy things happen. And Tompkins projects, <laughs> really wild things. Like, like it doesn't make any sense. And and so, um, a lot of that kind of made me who I, you know, like gave me the mentality of like, man, things. There's more than this. Like, this can't be it. Because if this is it, I'm gonna just go ahead and tap out now. So let me ask this question: it, It's easy, as you know. Growing up in that environment to uh, fall into those traps, what was it about whether the people you were around, your family, or just how you saw the world that you went in the opposite direction? Mm. Or did you dibble first, then go in the opposite direction? I never dabbled in it. Never. Um, Imagination. It was like I saw a world around me that was hard, crazy, tough. and then I wanted, and then I imagined a world that wasn't like that. And my imagination took me everywhere. So I was traveling before I ever got on a plane or a bus or anything. I was traveling to other places and other, just just my, my imagination was like 
the best, like my my best friend. That was the most valuable thing that I that I owned, and um, and that's what's kind of taken me to where I am now. Because I just kept cultivating that. Because that was that's what helped me have peace. That's what helped me um, not commit suicide. That's what helped me, you know, kind of just maintain, you know, that. And then and then and then I met God, of course. But but that imagination, I you know, comes from God. And so, um, yeah, just just like just imagining things that I never that I never heard, and um, and and going to those places mentally and creatively with with writing or with um, photography or video. And by doing that, I'm telling these stories that are different than the stories that I'm actually seeing in reality. And that that helped me maintain, because without that, I would have just. I would I would definitely fell into the trap of because there was nobody around me. I didn't I didn't use drugs. I didn't I never I didn't smoke anything. I didn't drink anything. I wasn't doing nothing. I didn't stick nobody up. I didn't steal. And nothing around me told me not to do that. Nothing, nothing. Not my mother. Nothing told me don't do that because this is how my family members got it. Like they just you know like I don't know how to do nothing else. All I know how to do is run up in that spot and do this this and that. That's how you live. You got to take care of yours. No one around me told me, don't do this. So it's a, it's a, it's a miracle that I did not get involved in any of that because it was all around me and the opportunities were there. Like straight, like uncles and cousins like Mike, whole list. Take that. They chopping, they chopping it up, cooking the crack on us. This is just, this is what I grew up around. And, and it was just like, I could have easily just gone that route. Never had a desire for it. Not one day in my life. That's what's up. I mean, because from what you're explaining, Yo. I didn't know you was born in 1979. So when you logistically look at it, you grew up around a time where a lot of the kids right now don't have the outlets and the opportunities to do things that they want to do. Mm -hmm. A lot of the kids that were not born in like the 90s or even like the late 80s, they had the opportunity to go out, you know, have like video games and stuff like that. You were eight in 88. Mm. And Perfect age. Before it all. <laughs> yeah. So you were cognizant of the things that were going on around you uh -huh. during a time when New York was probably at its peak. At, at its peak and some would say at its worst. Like Times Square was still a shithole yes. that it was from like the early 70s. So... The fact that you were such a visionary and, you know, an individual and you knew what you wanted to do and you didn't want to fall into those trappings of what you grew around in your surroundings, that's a testament to the person that you are today. And yes. I'm really intrigued by hearing that because a lot of people have their stories about the stuff that they went through, but the hair that you grew up around in the time that you grew up in, it's like, oh, shit, you grew up around... Tompkins when it was really Tompkins. <laughs> like, yes. Yeah, that area yeah. now, it, you know, it's it still is what it is, but, you know, it's a little bit better. Like, mm -hmm. kids that's growing up nowadays won't have the same story as you. Right. And that's great for them. You know, mm -hmm. I don't want to get 100%. 100%. But that's great for them. And for you to come out of that as if you were, you know, the same age as some of these kids who can say they never fell into it because they have these opportunities. Mm -hmm. That's just how fucking rare is that? That's that's that's. Can I, can I say one thing? One big thing. We've had a couple people 
on our show, we sat down with a couple people. I've never had somebody come and speak to us and have a story that had us so intrigued. That we were quiet. Where I didn't even want to say no <laughs> dumb shit to fuck up what you had going on. I'm like, I'm learning. <laughs> wow, like listen, That's dope, man. very inspirational, mm-hmm. and and it's it's amazing that you can say that you came from out of that type of situation where you're able to create your own how your imaginary your imagination took you so far from when you were Mm -hmm. young Mm -hmm. a lot of people have these thoughts and things from when they're young but they don't really take it to the next level out of fear Mm -hmm. also like yo if your if your brain is telling you like listen you are going to be a visionary or you can see things the way that other people can't i think a lot of people should actually work on that and actually like expand it and actually use the gift that was given to you yeah. to make something out of it yeah and you see yeah. that a lot like as far as like i think people see it now as a way to come up mm-hmm. more than actually yeah. a way to oh yeah they're doing this i'm just gonna tweak it no if your brain is saying listen you can create beautiful things work on that yeah see I, that that's that's beautiful what you're saying because um my my family used to call me uh, young Eddie, like little Eddie Murphy or young Eddie Murphy, because I always wanted to be in the movies. I always want. I was like, I'm gonna be an actor. I'm gonna be in movies. I'm gonna do this and that. I love making people laugh, and so they used to call me that because not because I just talked about it, because I actually did it. I didn't I, I didn't know what Hollywood was. <laughs> I just knew I want to be doing that. And so I'm going to do it. I'm not going to wait to do it. I'm not going to learn how to. I'm going to just do it. So I didn't need a stage. The The bedroom was my stage. The bunk bed was my stage. School was my. I'm doing. Bro, I would like create these characters and dress up as them and do that for a day. Like and just do this. And my teachers, they thought it was crazy. But then they loved me because I like I wasn't, a new, you know, I was bad, but I wasn't like like bad bad i was like dennis the menace Another bad type of yeah, bad. yeah. <laughs> little baby little kid from tonkin yeah <laughs> you know i wasn't shooting nobody stabbing nobody but i was you know but i caused a ruckus but you know i did well in school and i respected people and so they just kind of saw it like he's you know if, if we let him just be he's kind of adding something to to this whole thing because it's kind of entertaining mm-hmm. you know it ain't just no foolishness or whatever so but yeah i would do that I didn't need a stage or a camera to do what I envisioned doing. And I wasn't about to just wait till someday and then do it. It was like, I want to do that now. I'm going fig- I'm to I'm do this right now. That's even where all of the clothing stuff comes from. I didn't study any, anything like this. I didn't, I didn't have like, I just loved costumes i loved um you know like a vibe a feeling like i feel like i'm michael jordan today so i'm gonna dress like the illest basketball player that exists you know i feel like deon sanders today i'm gonna go put something i'm gonna put two hoodies on make it look like i got shoulder pads yeah you know or i i feel like i'm a bag of chick today i'm gonna get fly like my cousins and get the new balance and da 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 yeah, that's what drug dealers used to wear way back then. <laughs> they drove, they drove MPVs and wore New Balance boots. How so fucking dope that is. <laughs> that dope. So uh, along those lines, I want to I want to like get in that direction of you starting to express your creativity. So we're out of middle school, high school. You went to high school in, in, in New York too. Yeah, Paul Robeson. Okay, okay. That's nice. some folks that went out to Robeson. So I know kids can be weird and mean, and mm-hmm. 
you being you and like you, you had these characters, how was high school like? First of all, I could fight. Okay. Hey, okay. That's, that's one thing. I can fight. But, I, but what's crazy, I, I'm 6'4 right now. I grew up short. I didn't grow until after high school. Right. So on the back, I played basketball my whole life. Stop. They used to call me Shorty. You got this hope. I was short until I graduated high school. Like my light, my driver's license is five seven. Get the hell out of here. My first driver's license, I'm, my height is five seven. Is it still five Damn. seven? Because if so, you got to like update that, sir. Nah. <laughs> Hurry, it's your big brother. Um, skim a license. But but I never I never cared one bit about what anybody said. I I didn't have to learn that. I don't know why. I don't have an explanation for it. I just never cared. They used to call me White Mike in high school. Cause I wore high waters. Like I I like to, to my pants to be up. This is I was doing this. And I didn't. I I thought Kramer was fly. Right. Oh, that's Kramer was fly. I like Kramer. And so these like in in high school they called me White Mike because I spoke differently and I dressed. And I didn't care. I knew why they were calling me that. It was just because it was different. I didn't take it as an insult. I was like, cool. That just means you ain't gonna be doing it. So I'm be in my own lane anyway. So I didn't, I wasn't trying to be different. I just, I just like what I like. And when people would say things that, you know, I let them say it. And, and because I didn't get offended, like, because people would try to try me and play me, but it, I, didn't, I never got offended. So when they saw that I didn't get offended, they were like, well, why am I even saying this to them? Yeah. Like, what's the, it ain't even bothering them. I fucks with you. <laughs> and they respected yeah. it. And they said, all right, no well, little dude is doing what he does he's confident with it all right and then people just like me just because i i i'm gonna do whether you like it or not i'm gonna do it right you know i'm gonna do it anyway (laughs) i don't even know you like that to be worried about what you think about me like yeah that's a positive way to look at things though like that's definitely a positive way because some people, too many people are concerned of what everybody else thinks of them or what they're going to say about what they do. And I think that kind of limits people at times. Mm-hmm. It really limits people. Yeah. I just don't like limits, man. I want to push the, I want to push limits. Like I, I, I think about things and imagine things and, vis- and visualize things and like, can we, can we reach that? Can we do that? Like, this guy did it. He made a phone. He made a phone that everybody's buying. He's, He's a human being. I'm a human being too. I can do something. You can't do that. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. pushing forward, after high school, college or no college? College. Where'd you go to school? I went to uh, York. Okay. And then Nyack, which is upstate. All oh, right. All right. And then, because um, I got a basketball scholarship to Nyack. And then I went to. Um, <laughs> and then I went to Florida, to Tampa, and I went to I went and got my theology degree. Okay. So, <laughs> oh, so was that your major the whole time, or? Nah, psychology was my major. Okay. Did yeah. you go and know that you want to do that, or you just kind of figured it out on your? I figured journey? it out on a journey. Yeah. So yeah. The- theology. So, uh, that's that's what that's basically religion, right? Yeah, the study of God. All right. So. What specifically drove you to that, or what specifics did you study when you went for a theology degree? Because anytime I hear someone that goes for a theology degree, they turn out to be like a reverend. Mm-hmm. So I am that. You, you are that. Uh huh. But see, I, I didn't even know that. <laughs> you a reverend too. I can marry people. 
Oh nice. shit, that's Learn wavy. New every day. <laughs> that's wavy as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even want to curse in front of him. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> now he, now he just made me. He made me look like a real like. <laughs> is that what we got all the one? Like, it started out as water, by the way. I did a little on the blood of Christ. All right, it started out as water, and I. All right, so I mean. Uh, can you just like speak on that just a little bit if, like how yeah you feel um so i was i i just really um uh care about people a whole lot um i learn from people um and I, when i was studying psychology i would talk with my professor about the spirit right not religion because i didn't even grow up in church like that yeah i would talk to him about spiritual things you listen to Marvin Gaye, that's spiritual, right? Aretha Franklin, that's spiritual. Yeah, so how could you say that science, like this has no place in science? We're talking about people. So we're just going to ignore a whole dynamic of, 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 of people, of, of humanity, of what it is to be a person? Like, and they, they just didn't like it. And so that's why I went and studied theology, because I was like, man, I got to. I want to get more into this because I don't even know. I'm asking them questions, looking for answers, yeah. and they wouldn't. They wouldn't even. They wouldn't even try to give me an answer. They didn't even want to have that conversation. <clears throat> this is science, young man. This is. This we. There's no place for religion. I'm like. I'm not talking about religion. I'm talking about this, like the spiritual aspect of people. Like, because I'm on a. Tr I'm on, you know, on late nights talking with homeless people. Because I'll see. A, all right. For instance, I'll see a homeless person, and think. And again, I'm not trying to do this. This is just how I'm wired. I see somebody and say, man, I wonder when the last time somebody shook that man's hand. Because he's dirty. He smells crazy. I wonder when's the last time somebody shook his hand. They might have thrown some money in, the, in, in his cup. But has it, like shake his contact. hand. Yeah. When's the last time somebody asked him, what's your name? So I'll just stop and do things like that. Because, I, because the thought came. And so I'll just act on it. And in doing that, people would light up. And I was like, wow. So, it, it, yeah. So, so they haven't had that. Okay. Well, I should do this more. And the more I did it, the more I learned about people. These are pe some of these people were brilliant. I met this one dude. He lost his wife and his kids in a fire. He was a math teacher at PS 106. We used to call him like Dirty Howard or something like that. We made up a name. This man was homeless, dirty, crazy, long beard. Found out he lost his family in his house in a fire, and it just kind of lost it. That's why he was out there. He wasn't trying to squeeze the system or trying to be lazy or trying to. He lost everything. He lost the people that he loved. Mm -hmm. and, um, and so hearing his story inspired me to hear other people's story and just learn from these. are Man, I'm, I'm a kid, so I'm going to learn something from them. And the more and more that happened, I was like, wow, there's, you know, we could talk about bipolar, we could talk about schizophrenia, we could talk about all of these things, but there's a, there's a place that medicine can't touch. There's something, that, there's something else going on in the heart that, uh, that sitting on that shrink's couch ain't going to deal with. Mm -hmm. I want to know about that. So I was just curious, and these guys, these professors, they didn't want nothing to do with it. So I was like, I'm going to go study it myself. I'm going to go get the answers myself. And that's when I went to study theology because I just felt like that's important. That's an important part of life. Like, that's how people 
maintains its slaves. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the spirit. Like that, that's, we can't ignore that. I could go to the gym and pump iron and do calisthenics and do all of this stuff. I can go to this school and NYU and that school and work on my intellect. Am I spending any time with, with this, with the spirit, with my heart? Am I, am I dedicating any time in my life to that? I was like, well, I, I, I'm going to do that. You know? And as I went, it was like, wow, this is, this is, this world, this is the world that I want to be a part of. You know, I read a scripture that said, um, everything that we can see was made by that which we can't see. So I was like, I want to get in tune with that world, with the invisible world. Because that's the important thing. Because if, if, I know this. I've seen this all my life. I know that that hurts. You know, I, you, if you punch me, it'll hurt. I know that. I've been through all of that. I want to deal with the unseen. That's what I want to deal with. I want to become familiar with that because I'm very familiar with this. This is a table. I've seen it. This is a chair. I've been around this my whole, you know. I want to I become familiar with the unseen because I don't hear nobody talking about that. Nobody operating in that realm. I want to get familiar with that. And so that's what I did. And I dedicated my life to that. Like, I'm going to become familiar with this invisible world. That's the world that I'm going to live out of. And, and here we are. You were like, mm -hmm. what, like how, like 20, 21? 19, 20, 19. yeah. Well, 20. I know a lot of people go to like theologian school or study, or study theology when they're around like their 30s mm -hmm. and, or like 40s after they've seen some stuff or after they even go to jail and mm -hmm. see some crazy stuff. Like, yeah. I mean, even like Malcolm X, he, he didn't study theology, but you know, that's where you find your spiritual awakening after now, stuff now like when you that. find it for them type of reasons when you done hit the, the jail cell that's when when life I mean, was really when you were your ass hit, yeah a lot of people had to hit rock bottom yeah, to that, find that and they don't you know just have that you know uh curiosity just to find it for themselves you have to have something in life that happens to you for you to just you know have that curiosity it goes back to what you said in the beginning your imaginative spirit you know led you to that mm -hmm. so that's, that's what's up that's cool so um, we're coming up on time, but before we, we, we get to that point, I do want to uh, speak about where you're at now professionally um, with your, uh, your clothing and your, um, your, uh, your, your movies and your film, your creatively, and especially like your um, philanthropy work that you uh, mm -hmm. alluded to earlier. Let's uh, dive into that real quick. Uh, so I started Firestarters when I was uh, in 2000, right? And Firestarters is just like, like, we just, like hood power rangers. And we just like a group of people with, uh, with talents and abilities and skill sets. And we just go and do good wherever, you know, it's, we, go, we go and do things that are needed and necessary. And so um, I had the vision for that. And then like people would come along, you know, come, come and join a, a, along the way. And, um, and that took me around the world, man. Like I didn't know that I was going to do this. I didn't know that I could even do this. I wasn't trying to do it. It's just, um, I just followed those passions, you know? I, I didn't follow a dollar. I didn't follow, you know, some like, trying to climb this ladder of success. I didn't, I didn't care nothing about none of that. I worked on Wall Street when I was 17. I worked in, in the Twin Towers. I worked at Solomon Brothers. I seen it. They, I would take a, a, a town car home every night. I'm, I'm rolling up to Bushwick to 180 Cornelia Street in the town car right wearing Armani suits and an overcoat and a briefcase. Nothing was in the briefcase, but I had one. 
And um, look had to be crazy. Yeah, because I, 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 if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do Play it. <laughs> you know, and I, that's where all my checks went, actually, to those th- types of things. Um, but I saw people in that world, and it was like, they were miserable. So it was like, that's that not, yeah, that's not, the, that, ain't, that ain't it. Um, so I just followed my heart. I followed what I enjoyed. And somehow, some way, that led to, you know, like, I can take care of myself by doing these things that I love and appreciate, you know, and, and, and have a passion for. And, you know, um, when we did five, when we started Fire Starters, we was just like, I was down in, in Florida. We was just going to these little, like, project neighborhoods and trailer parks and things like that. And um, one thing led to another. People started hearing about things, and then I started getting invitations. Hey, we're from Memphis. We would like you to come speak at this. Teach us what you do. I'm like, I don't know how to, I don't even know how I'm doing what I'm just doing <laughs> it. Doing it. I, I don't have a manual. I don't, I'm just doing it. I could come tell you that. Yes, please come. Okay. And then this place and that place. I'm like, why do these people want me to come speak? Because I'm just a young dude out here who just cares. I'm, I still have a job. I'm doing landscape or, you know, at after school, pro, you know, things like that. And um, one thing after another, I was like, I can quit my job and just do this for all the way. And I don't know how I'm going to, you know, make it. But I'm gonna do it, cause because there's a lot of invitations coming, and I I can't, you know, just keep on taking time off. I'm gonna just go ahead and go for it. And when you make that, when you make a decision like that, things start opening up. You know, it's like the world's waiting for you to make that decision. And that's why that's why fear is such a is such a noose and, and locks people up. Assistance, man. You know, cause you cause the fear will trap you and lock you up and and, and won't let you do anything. What you afraid of? Just go for it. Because the moment you do it, all of the other things will align. They're waiting for, it's, the world is waiting for you. The world is waiting for you. It's waiting for that idea. It's waiting for that, that touch, that creativity, that, that passion. So it's like, what are you waiting for? God damn. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think we stepped into this arena ready for something as inspirational as what we received so far. I know we're coming up on time, but I just want to say like, the amount of i'm not gonna say ignorance but we are a very we're loose we're mm-hmm. free mm-hmm. you gave us that side of loose and free plus the inspiration that i don't think this show has seen in a while and i appreciate you taking the time to even allow us to come sit down with you we met you on some like random crazy drunk shit. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> Talk about we, where it. Were we, where were we going, Moe's? We, yeah, we, <laughs> we was in Havana. So we left Havana. We left. So we was, we was drunk earlier that day. <laughs> and we left. We left um, Mixology. There we go. Me, you. Shout out to Maya. Yo, happy birthday, Maya. Uh, we, and, uh, Wait, where was I? You was there. You, you pulled were, up. You pulled up, too. Stop it. Please. Chill, you was there. See, you that's how drunk. No, no, but that's what I'm saying. But I don't remember meeting him because, but I remember being yeah, there. Yeah. So that we, day. so I, right, so we was leaving. So once again, so how it happens is with us. If anybody knows our drunk mobs, <laughs> it starts with a drink and then it turns into a mob. And we walk, okay. And we, we walk. walk. <laughs> he was like, "Yo, we need another mob." I think we might have hit up like two spots. So then we was like, "Yo, we going to BK with it." 
So we was going to Havana Hot Post because we wanted margaritas. So we linked up five, five like this is probably like maybe like my third time meeting five. Yeah, now five. I remember. That's when you got, I that's the when hat. You got five. Yeah. Yeah. Hat. Yes. Yeah. So so we linked up with five. Show linked us at Mixology. Shout out to them we old need boys. This. Yeah, we need and, this um, footage. And we was chilling and we was on our way walking to Habanas. And one of your homies was outside and was like, "Yo." Come in, like come in, Italian girl. So yeah, so what was so popping about it? What made me want to come in is that um, Bug loves to draw dicks on chalk, <laughs> and you had the chalkboard. It was in white wool. Wait, it was markers. A white wool sharpie. Pop up shop. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, yeah. Pop up shop. I forgot. Yeah, it was there. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yes. No way. I yes. did not. I wasn't thinking. I did the whole so, night. Pop up shop. I remember now. I was drunk. My bad for not remembering. I seen the chalkboard, and we go in. And what was great about it is that we didn't know Mike from a hole in the wall. Not nowhere, But bro. that man, like, I feel like I'm tearing up saying this. <laughs> this man here, like, he, he, yo, like, he, he, he welcomed us with open arms. It was yeah. like, yo, my never, brothers, yeah, yo. what's going on? <laughs> and we cheat. We, we cheat as fuck. We cheat. Like, we don't we like spending nothing. But as we got there, and he's just like, he don't know us from a hole in the wall. We just sitting there just chopping up with us. We're looking at the wall. Oh shit, Erica Badu was here. Oh shit, I don't know who else was here, but I remember Erica Badu was signing. Yeah, I and, took a picture right under Erica. And then Badu. I remember going to the pop. I remember going to his page, and like just seeing like all like the famous people that came in and was showing this man love. And like well, fuck the famous people, like fuck, he yeah. treated us like, like we were normal. like he didn't like, know he, us, like, but we were it was love world, everywhere. You thought you would have thought that to this we knew day, this man for like ten years. We bust up. Into this, into this day, <laughs> my yo, my favorite hat is that tie dye bucket, bro. Word, I still I got the most likes. <laughs> I bought like the um the African safari like yeah. uh, hat. Yeah. And then we took we took the picture we took the picture by the flag looking like we was VH1 Yo, like I remember, he po- bug posted you on his page, and people was like, "Yo, like I know such yeah, and such." Yeah, you how you know, know Mike? Such how, such. Yeah, like, it was, it was, it was just, it was, it was a dope experience. So it's for crazy, us like to get that type of love. You step outside your box a little bit, random shit. Not even saying we were drunk and we just were randomly exploring. Fuck up his, what he got, but like mm-hmm. you know, when you feel that love, like well, we can we walk in a million places, and like. Nah, I don't even feel a vibe here. I don't want to be here. You mm-hmm. made us feel welcome. Like, look, you, you own a business, and honestly, like the the biggest thing is you followed us back on the grand. <laughs> like, Each like, and every one of like, us. That, like, <laughs> and you fuck with us. Like, you will like and comment, and we speak to you. Like, I can reach out to you. I put stuff off your site, and you hit me. Like, wait. You just go. Like <laughs> And that's your business. Like I think that's the biggest thing. Like when somebody when when you see somebody that genuinely is for the people and is not just on some like I'm I'm going I'm gonna do body action. I mean, you can't that's see what it. people do. But yeah, man, like I feel the we coming up on time? No, no, no. Yeah, I'm just saying like everything I, I wish you the most success. Like this is beautiful with your your story. Everything you come from, the things that you have going on, and I appreciate you from from the moment we met you. I think that is the dopest thing, and I thank you so much for even the, allowing us to come sit down and speak to you because mm. you didn't have to do this on a marble table. 
Yeah. With a naked bitch on, on an illustrious It's a unicorn With a brass marble table With a brass horn and naked white bitches all over the wall That's what I'm talking about um, I know we coming up on time but we just gotta push it just a little bit Like we gotta talk about the clothing Shout out mm. to Courtney too bro Oh shout out to Courtney Courtney on the cam The social media god out here holding it down If you can just talk to us a little bit About the brands let the people know where the brand is Um, I love Savant God talk about a little bit about the brand um what the brand um what it represents to mm. you and um and i guess like later on we could just get into like where they can find it out or whatever the case may be yeah um so uh i started grapes uh what 11 years ago and um and it was just an expression it, i didn't have a plan or strategy nothing I just was make just started making stuff and um based off of like places that I had been traveling and all of that stuff and and it connected people liked it I was shocked and su- I was surprised that that people were spending <laughs> money for things that I was making and um rocking with it like that but I but I got it because I was you know I won't say I'm a consumer consumer but I appreciate good stuff and so I like to go to you know have a good experience and 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 find good product and things that i can collect and, and keep and whatever something that's fly something that has a story whatever and um and so people were digging in i was like wow people people like what's coming out of my mind because because i'm a little bit different but it's like all right people connect with it that's dope i'm gonna keep making more and so i just kept making more stuff i literally didn't even have a, a business bank account set up at the time I was just I just made stuff and it kept going then I was like it's time to incorporate time to get you know just get this going like we're, we're moving and um shops are carrying my stuff and all of this I'm like wow this is incredible and so I learned on the job literally and um we started making money we were in some really good shops and then I was like I'm gonna make another brand because now I'm a designer you know I was feeling myself and um, I was like, I'm good at this. I know how to do this. People like my point of view. I'm going to make something specifically for me now. And I made Savant Garde, which was like, you know, like all of my thoughts and ideas, like it's between streetwear and high fashion. And because at the time there was nothing in, in, that, in that zone. It was like the streetwear guys who had money wanted to buy Gucci, you know, and do all of this stuff, but they own, you know, it was like Nick Diamonds, who has Diamond Supply. Like, he he was wearing Prada and Gucci and all of that, but there was nothing in that in-between place, right? And so I made Savant Garde, and then what's crazy is, is that um, this was at a time where, like, the hundreds was popping and all of that. Like, I was around all of those guys. And then Mega from from Black Scale, he used to just work. He was just a guy. He was just, he was just at the register at Huff. And then he came down. He used to mess with um, with my peoples down in San. As I was in San Diego, he would come down from the bay, and they were telling him like, like people like you, your personality. You should start a brand. Like Huff told him that. So he saw my stuff, Savant Garde. Like if you look at Savant Garde stuff and you look at Black Scale, you see where the inspiration comes from. Nah, nah. He he he's always paid respect. He's always Why? shown respect. Aye. He's a good, he's a very, he's an awesome dude. <laughs> <laughs> he's a 
Nah, he's a great guy. Great, great guy. Yeah. One last thing before we wrap this up. We know you got the uh the store in Kentucky. Yes, sir. That's a it's a interesting combination. Yeah. So I want you like to speak on that, and I, and I hear you got like a, a Trump story or take or I something. I smacked Trump one time. Okay. I'm or, joking. I, I oh, did. I was gonna say, <laughs> like, oh, hey, Rose I'm gonna say, no, I'm so. I'm about to say, you will tell that, and I'm cutting the mic. Yo, we would have put your face where they have the flag, because D has a black and white flag. We would have placed the stars with just 50, like 50 of your faces, man. Did I have the black and white flag at the shop? No, you had the regular flag. You told us about the leather one, which I wanted to see so bad, because at that time, I was looking for one. Yeah. Yo, the way that all of us lit up just now, holy shit. We were either about to be rich, or we either going to be stuck by the fucking let's talk, let's um, talk about the, the store and so, what it's like to as a black business owner in yeah, a place like Kentucky. Yeah, yeah. So so it's called workshop and it's um it's a culmination of everything that we've done talked about tonight. It's a culmination of all of that. It's culture, it's people, it's God, it's work, it's creativity, it's imagination, it's getting fly, it's clothes, it's all of that. And and I didn't want to have just a retail space. I wanted a place where people can come and create and and share ideas and, and make things. So it's called workshop, work plus shop. And so um, so we do things there, you know, and you can come buy stuff and, and, and get and get stuff, but but we do things there and you can come in and, and this can be a hub where you can just come chill and kick it and you don't have to feel no pressure about going in your pocket, you know. Um, and that place, you know, is like it literally was built, you know, built up over all of these years to like get the vision for it. And um, being a black man um, in Kentucky is kind of, you know, like, you know, black business owner in Kentucky is kind of fly because especially where I'm at, first of all, I'm in the hood, which is where I want it to be. Cause everybody was expecting me to be out in, the, in these like neighborhoods where the pinky you know pinkies out you know marble tables they have that we're gonna bring the marble table to the hood there we go, basically guys. that's what we do and um and um i know the guys there's gentrification happening in this in this city i'm in a city called lexington now kentucky you know uh, we were talking about trump but kentucky voted for trump right because mm -hmm. it's r red but there's two blue blue cities, and that's Lexington and Louisville. Yeah, where the, the two big universities are, ah, obviously. Exactly. Yeah, and so um, so the city that I'm in is 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 quite diverse, and like you know, I mean, it's still that old school, whatever. But um, the guys that's gentrifying this neighborhood, they're all white. They're they're good people. They just they they're like trying to figure it out. They're like, we want to you know do this and and get you know close the drug houses down and j close the prostitution house down and all no, of this you stuff you can't stop the pimping bro you can't stop the pimping you can't you right hey i got I, like in front of my shop take the drug for the pussy you can't stop this we, it's, it's like it's the stroll in front of my shop like the ladies are out. Two uh, live in Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> and um, but the but but the guys that like that are out there developing in those neighborhoods, they're like, man, 
um, we're just happy to have black enterprise because we're all opening up businesses and shops and this and that and no one, not one looks like you. Not one is your color. So we're going to support you. What can we do to help? How, how can we, you know, and so that's, that's, that's beautiful because I've been doing all of these workshops in, 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 in the city, like at the, at the middle schools, at the high schools, at the detention centers, all of that. And oh, wow. these kids seeing a black person doing something other than throwing up a gang sign or flossing because, you know, got the, you know, I got, I, I got my, my bag on me, you know, because they selling drugs or whatever. Plus you're a it's, fairly young black guy. Mm -hmm. I said fairly because you yeah, said boy. Looks young. Looks young. You still have the appearance of a young black guy. Looks young. Youthful. No, they, they still give them something at least they can relate to and something to look forward to. Like, hey, he's still doing it. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing. Like, people don't realize, like, so I, because I can, I can, I can, I, I can walk in a lot of different circles. And I have. And I still, and I do, actually. Um, and what people don't realize is that, that what they don't do is they don't pay attention, right? Like Kanye West said, listen to the kids, bro. Remember that on the MTV? Yeah. What, listen yeah. to the, well, he needs to listen to the kids, mm. bro. Speak on it, bro. Because what's happening is people, they, they want to do all of this stuff for people and, and, and create things for people. And Apple's making the, the, the new iPhone for, for creatives and doing this and that. But they're not really listening because if, if Apple was listening, they wouldn't eliminate the jack because small business owners need to swipe. Right. Tell them. It's not about. Tell them. Even with that dumbass. Tell them. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> tell them. It's the stupidest shit ever made. Little, it's a little stupid thing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just look. Like T-Mobile gave that to me for free, bro. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's Julie K. That's no, but that's, waste that's a lot really of You know what I'm saying? And so it's that's like, very real. Pay attention to like, like there's something, there's something that wow. that I learned. It was a gym. Um, this dude, I was I at this conference, and it was like a Christian evangelistic, com you know, like about how to evangelize the world, right? But this one dude, slavery. Yeah, but this one dude. He said something that I thought was the illest thing, and I've always kept it with me. He said, yeah, I'm a lostologist. And I was like, what? This man out here making up words. But he was saying, in the context of like Christianity and evangelism, like, you know, we have to reach the lost, right? So he's saying, I'm a lostologist. I study lost people. I spend time with lost people. I know who they are, what they think about, all of that. And it was like, that's dope, because if you're not paying attention to what you're involved in, and you lost in the sauce. So if you want to impact the youth, look at what's impacting them already, right? Straight like that. Preach. Somehow, I didn't plan on making clothes and doing that and finding myself with a clothing. I didn't imagine, I didn't know that that's what, what, you know, that things would lead to that. But the fact that it has led to that has taken my like my passion for impact and seeing the, the young people empowered and, 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 and find their identity and, and have, you know, creative expression, that this platform is the best platform because kids are not lining up to get inside of a church building. They're not lining up to, to hear, 
you know, Farrakhan speak. They're lining up for them Yeezys, for them Jordans. You know what I'm saying? If that platform, if you, if Kanye West really got his stuff to, like, I don't know him, but he probably has. He could harness the most power of, of all of You see the, that, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He could because that's where everybody's eyes are, right? And so he's making dope things. I don't even know how that happened. I don't either. I've I've I've, I've wondered. I've 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 thought about that. Like, wow, that's just how the did genius he get of Kanye? Here? But that's another. Yeah, I'm not going. We're not, we're not here for Kanye. Right. We're here for you. <laughs> but like, you know, so 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 t- for these kids, you know, I might go in and do a workshop on creative writing, right? You know, because I think expression is healing. Like like you can you can find solid. You can find like a peaceful place within your expression, right? Whether it's drawing or painting or writing or whatever. And so I'll go in and do these things. And then when, they, when the people introduce me, they say, yeah, he has a clothing line. And the kids are like, creative writing. You make clothes? They like that. You do what? It's bigger than like, writing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's like, all right, well, we're going to use that platform. And it's crazy. It's crazy, the, that connection, like how much these young people really lock into that thing i want to look good before i know how to write good i want my <laughs> parents to look way better than whatever you see that i wrote down mm-hmm. i mm-hmm. want how i look to be the biggest part of me yeah yeah <laughs> and that's real shit and and that's real. just how the kids feel it's real how we lock them so, in mm-hmm. we're well over time but before we wrap up how can people reach you website social media any way that people can reach out to you, address to your store in Kentucky. Mm, that ass. The whole I don't address. think we got listeners there yet, but we're working on it. But, but yeah, any kind of Where the hose is at in Kentucky. <laughs> Where I, need, I, I know you personally right now. I, I need to know the corner they on. <laughs> I wouldn't um, be myself. Grapeslife.com is really, is really the main spot. Um, um, I do everything myself, so... You know, I kind of just combine things when I can. But Grapes Life, yeah, there's Savant, the, the SavantVision.com. That's Savant Guard's website. We're working on a website for the shop now. But GrapesLife.com is... is, is that's is the hub really, for everything. That's the hub. And then uh, Mike Grapes on Instagram. Find me there. And, um, and find me out here in the world doing stuff. Like, if you out here moving and shaking, we might bump into each other. As... We could we could attest. Hey, uh, fellas, one we gonna go around and like we normally do. Give out the socials real quick. Uh, it's your boy Demar Marisha Blackburn Jr. You can follow me on everything under Teddy underscore E. June bug, June bug, June. Yo, it's your boy Snub Prime. You can catch me on all social medias at S N U B B P R I M E. It's J Five. Follow me on John Robinson Five. Just that's just on Instagram. I don't feel like giving on my Twitter. <laughs> it's your boy D.A. Davis BK on all social media platforms Hey Courtney Holla at the people Where, the, where can they find you? Oh, you can find me on Instagram At his name is Courtney Straight and simple Just like that <laughs> And of course It's Mr. Showtime On all social media platforms Holla at the show Two live podcasts On everything Two live podcasts At gmail.com Google two live podcasts And you're gonna see us Mike Grapes Thank you so much For Pleasure. your time you, For the bro. words of wisdom For the inspiration We appreciate The best guests we've had so far In my opinion yes, no. Yeah. Uh, we definitely got to have you back you again when you come back in town. <laughs> yeah. You come back in town, bring some from, some Kentucky hosts for uh, uh-huh. a bug. And we'll, we'll get, make it right. And we'll really Check get, and we'll really get <laughs> loose. <laughs> and we'll really get loose. Yeah. Is <laughs> really good out there? Yeah. No. Uh, yeah, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> the hoes are better. 
<laughs> Until next time, beautiful people, be great. <laughs>